All right, well, we're back from All right. Whoa, that was so sick, (laughs) man. (laughs) See you, Dustin. See you, (laughs) Dad. Bye, guys. (laughs) Sounded like Mickey Mouse. No, it's Dustin. Man. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) See you, Dad. See you, buddy. (laughs) Okay, like, for real. See you, buddy. You're behind the door, man. <laughs> Can't hear you. Oh, his foot stuck. <laughs> <laughs> foot stuck. That was the uh, name of my band, middle school. Foot really? stuck. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. We're like a like a uh, new age blues. Polka. Oh. <laughs> new age blues. Yeah. New age blues. Like yeah. a vintage modern blues. Yeah. No, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast, the podcast run by the guys and girl that run everything else. Here with me, as always, is my good buddies, Chris. Hey. And Rachel. Hello, guys. And my name is Brad. That was a a, a new... Th- you said hello, guys. I did say hello, that guys. Up. Instead yeah. of hello. Yeah, well, we are on episode 24, just slowly, you know, getting to 100. And um, very we're going to start things off... <laughs> yeah, very slow. We're going to start things off a little bit different. We're going to hop right into an interview we did with Dustin Hamilton who used to be the production director here at the Village Church. And so we're going to come back after that interview and talk a little bit about some stuff and then end the episode. But I hope you guys enjoy this interview with us. Well, we are here with Dustin Hamilton, who is... Yes, the Dustin Hamilton who is uh, currently the church, one of the church relationship managers at Summit Integrated Systems. Thanks for joining us, Dustin. We just got um, some coffee, and so I'm feeling... We're feeling pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. lit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so did I you say st- lit? I think I did. Can I say lit? Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Sure I mean, can. it's like a it's Colorado like, it's thing. It's an emoji thing. Yeet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, so we just want to start off, like, what is the most annoying thing about Matt? Like when working at the village, yeah. Matt, what Matt was, Chandler. Yeah, what was like the worst thing that he did? Oh gosh, that when you were most, like, Ugh. I think it's when he would go over his time. Like oh, okay, when he yeah. would go too long. I think for me, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, which, which I know is pretty pretty basic. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, yeah, well, you know, at most there. churches, if it's like, oh, the pastor went over his time, it was like he went thirty five minutes. But Matt, probably, especially when you were here, it was like, oh, if Matt man. went over his time, it was like, yeah, he went 65 minutes. Right. Yeah. Over an hour sometimes. <laughs> That's over our service time now. Yeah. Uh, well, Dustin, tell us a little bit about just a real quick snapshot of, you know, you getting to the village. What were you doing before that? How yeah. you got here? And then you can kind of talk about what you're doing right now. And then we'll, then we'll ask the real questions. The real, the meaty questions. Yeah. So I started... Um, Originally, I got to the village as a just an attendee, and uh, eventually came on as a volunteer for a couple of years, where I was an audio engineer. And um, my real job at the time was uh, video production. At that point, so I was doing video editing uh, and things like that. And then, eventually, about two years after volunteering, they kept offering me uh, job positions, and I eventually took one and uh, became on staff as the production guy. That's awesome. That was actually his title, the production guy, the Dustin. only production yeah. guy. Yeah. Who was your boss when you came on? Yeah. I think that would have been Doug Stanley. Is he the one who hired you? Doug did hire me. Yeah, it was a combination of Doug and, and Michael Bleeker. Was it, did they take you to Snuffers? Is that what got you? 
Snuffers was involved. That's what did it yeah. with me. It was in involved. my interview. The Snuffers yeah. meal. Is Snuffers still was, here? Yeah. Is that rest? It is. Yeah, it is. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Yeah. Uh, so now I work at a company called Summit Integrated Systems, uh, which is not a, a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, nor do you guys. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so I work at a company called Summit Integrated Systems. Uh, my title there is Brad said is Church Relationship Manager, um, which essentially means I, I get the opportunity to travel around and meet with all new potential uh, churches that we're going to work with and ultimately kind of hear their vision, DNA, and culture, and uh, kind of translate that throughout the project from start to finish and work with our project management team um, to ensure really that the church's kind of vision and uh, culture remains constant throughout all the changes that happen from budget cuts, value engineering, you know, electrical changes, structural changes, and things like that that come up during projects. And Speaking of value engineering, it's a great what, term. what's like the best thing you've personally value engineered <laughs> at the village? Oh, God. From from this particular project when we built the farm on campus, or no, just like when yeah, HV days or HV or days. here, yeah. What's like we used? Um, I mean, that was before we even used gaff tape. I would say we had duct tape, like taped wow. on the board. Wow, on being, the board. <laughs> well, we had that power switch. So that would was, you just? That was pretty cool. We yeah. had the power switch to the sequencer, duct taped. Uh-huh. It's still like to, that. <laughs> uh, if you want to call it a sequencer, yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah. Um, well, that, the news is fun. there's news. Those are, that's actually getting. Replaced this summer, really? Wow. Yeah, and it, it's with like an on-off button. It's not a sequencer. With a key. It's literally like old school contact. Yep. Like literally, just is like K-k-k! and contacts. <laughs> yep. Close the circuit and make it hot. Little little story about that. Probably one of the first couple of months that I was on staff at the Village Church, Dustin hired me. By the way, he hired Brad. Great hire. Great yeah. hire. Great hire. Hired a few. He made some great yeah. hires. Yeah. And um, you I would say to... technically I hired you, but no, go ahead. No, 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 no. Because I, I was in the interview where you spilled the food all over yourself. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That was Yeah, it, but uh, I was... I was Union the one the Union where Bear. I took West Village. Yeah, down. but I took him to a sandwich place and then he had to pay for it. Yeah, it was cash only. Because it was cash did. only. Yeah. So. so I paid for lunch at my first interview. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways. Memories. First time... Uh, I was probably like on staff a couple months and you wanted us to go and like clean up HV and so we went uh, over there and the rack in front of house was just like a mess of wires yeah, so I was like dude I honestly right. don't think we're using most of these wires <laughs> so I was like let's cut that them sounds out about right. so we cut them all out we put everything back together I was like alright let's cut the system on we flipped that switch and nothing came out. <laughs> oh no uh, I think I remember that. Thankfully, it was just like the little contacts for that sequencer, yeah. like stuff had come unplugged. But so that's still there. It's yeah, still there. Still man. A thing. That's one of those things yeah. where, like, we gotta. It's like respect. It's to, like yeah. in memoriam of Dustin. <laughs> yeah, that was that was before me though. That's been there for. Well, me. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. No, I get it. But it it still Speak. makes us super loud. Like, <laughs> so value engineering. <laughs> so value engineering. Uh, God, we've made all sorts of ghetto changes and cuts back in the day in the village. I feel like it was uh, extremely scrappy when I first started and it was figuring out how do we make this work from week in to week out. And um, God, I'm trying to think of some of the crazy cuts that we made uh, from tying projectors to pieces of wood um, oh. and strapping those on. Yeah. Bungee well, cords. We've Bungee seen cords. a little bit of that in the Plano building. Yeah, that were, there was definitely some of that yeah. at the original Plano building. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's do this. How about um, there's a lot of production managers that listen to this um, this podcast, okay. like probably a lot of young ones, you know, I would say. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I basically say young people are just people that are younger than me. Right. That's how I base it. I don't so know like, how you guys do. Like 19, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but 
Dustin, you were a young production manager and you had to kind of learn a lot of things. What would you, what, what's something that you would say, maybe one or two things to a young production manager who, you know, knowing all that you know now, they're getting into it and they're like, man, they're long weeks. They're value engineering, you know, daily. Literally everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. everything is about um, what, what would you say to that? Yeah, that I think, um, I mean, I think for me, I think walking into the job originally, I think I came in with a lot of pride and just saying, hey, I got this really, really cool job. People respect me. This is great. Um, but I think the more and more I begin to realize, you know, that's that's actually not the truth, I think. And for me to take a step back and, and really approach things more from a humble perspective and saying, hey, I was just kind of given this unique opportunity through the Lord. And I need to really figure out and kind of flesh out what that looks like and kind of ask for help and be willing to accept critiques and and figure figure out where to learn new things and kind of find avenues and approaches and ask people for help. I think early on I caught up, uh, was caught up in the mentality of I know it all. And I think the more and more I did this role or, or got into the role of production manager, um, and trying to find more and more people to help uh, kind of serve alongside me. One of the big um, key things I always looked for was someone who was willing to to kind of accept the fact that, hey, maybe I don't know the answer to these questions and I'm okay with saying that and saying, hey, I don't know what the mute button is, even though maybe I should, uh, rather than right. just continuing to lie along the process. And then yeah. when things did fall apart or hit the fan, it wasn't ever this like, kind of pride moment of where, hey, you know what, I, I should have known that, but I didn't or whatnot. So, yeah. Um, do you were you talking about me? Is that what? <laughs> is that was no, uh, never. I think little known fact. Well, why Brad do you guys? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that so many want to prove themselves? Yeah, like why? Like, like what do you think? I don't. You know, I don't know if that's like it feels. Maybe it's just because it's the industry that we work in. It feels like that's more of an issue in the industry that we're in. And yeah, I don't. Right. Know, I don't know yeah, why. Because my that my is. wife's a nurse, and I don't feel like like the they're nurse trying would be to be like, oh, I don't know where the needle goes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The tech guy would be <laughs> yeah. like, "It goes right here. Good luck. Yeah. We hope it's the best." Yeah. yeah, it's just so weird. I, I, I have that same story. I feel like I, I came in even to the village, very like I want to do it this way. Prove yourself. This and, is the way to do it. Or the and highway. I'm a perfectionist, yeah. which doesn't help. So I'm like, right. I want to do it this way. This is the right way. Blah blah blah. And it's like, fast forward. I'm 31, and I'm just like, man, I was just so stupid. Yeah, I think I was like that starting out too. It's like you don't want to admit that you don't know how to do this thing or. Or right. whatever, but honestly, like the the quicker it's, and that's kind of what you were saying, Dustin. Like the the more quickly you're willing to admit, like you don't know how to do this thing, yeah. and there's someone around you that does that. It's it it really fast tracks your learning curve. Right. You know, it's like you yeah. learn how to problem solve or mm-hmm. learn that thing much faster when you're willing to say, I don't know how to do that. Right. You know, and then as a team, I feel like you grow stronger because of that, because the floor then kind of rises up. Right, you can learn off of each other's kind of inadequacies or areas in which you need to improve on. So yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. There was a point we were talking about this earlier where, um, I mean, this kind of plays in, but Dustin, oh, well, I guess we talked about this, but maybe he almost fired me a few times that I didn't know about, <laughs> but there was one time where I definitely knew about where, and I have this talk a lot with guys and girls that had the same issue that I had. Like I was young uh, wanting to do all these things, and I just didn't have a system to be organized. Like, I wasn't just a... I didn't even know, like, any, like I just didn't know how to make a calendar and how to set reminders and even have, like, a to-do list. Like, I didn't have a system. And uh, so that basically just put me in a lot of really bad situations with Dustin <laughs> about, like, just missing... I just, like, a would lot miss of events. Calls. Yes. They're like, yeah. where's Brad? And I'm like, what are you talking about? There's nothing. What? And then, so, yeah, I was in a room, and it was like... 
it got really tough, and I think that that can easily. I feel like that's probably the normal story of a lot of guys. It's right. like do that, and then they don't. They're not. We tend to not be very organized, and then it's just like get fired and move on to the next church. It's kind of like seems to be the thing. But yeah, I just wish, man, somebody like another tech guy, especially growing up in the church I was. I wish some somebody told me kind of what you just said. Just like, hey, if you don't know something, just just say that. Don't. Yeah, and to your credit too, Dustin and, and Brad, I think one of the things that. I think has been, and and I think it's something that you were intentional about that has been different about the village is just like creating a culture where it's okay to fail at something or okay to be like, I I don't know the answer. And then, and then have someone come alongside you and help you with those things. So, um, yeah, that's great. That's a good point. Okay. What wait, is, did, wait, did you ever want to fire me? Be honest. I, no, I don't think so. I can't recall a time. Okay. Brad on the other hand, though, there was <laughs> several occasions, but, Man, yeah. Dude. Yeah. but he made it. But I was younger. Brad even made it through the interview process. Like your first interview, you stood yeah. me up. So yeah. well, and you still made it listen, in. Maybe we shouldn't say that. Listen, but. we can't talk about it because <laughs> I feel like that church will still get me in trouble Let's, if they find out that that they're, even they're probably listening right. They're now. definitely. They would retroactively oh, for sure fire listening. you. Yeah, they would. Dude. <laughs> retroactively fire you. We take that credential away from you. You guys, you don't know, man. You don't know. Okay, how about this? What are some things that you miss oh, about being on a church staff? And doing production, you know, yeah. pushing the sliders, pushing the faders. What are some things that you miss? Um, pushing the buttons and moving the sliders. Um, you know, I definitely miss the community for sure. Like I think you take that for granted sometimes. It sure. can be you may be annoying sometimes, and other times, you yeah. know, as a, as a tech guy, having that community around you, both from the people on your staff as well as just the other staff and campus staff. I think that's been something that I dearly miss, and just kind of having those worship guys around you and yeah. speaking into all aspects of what you do day in and day out, and so. Um, and challenging you in some fun ways and pushing you and pushing your buttons and things like that. And so, sure. um, so yeah, I definitely miss that. miss the staff culture on that front. I miss um, just the constant, you know, hey, trying new things and figuring out, you know, what's working and what isn't working. Because obviously church comes every, you know, Sunday. Sunday happens every Sunday. Right. And so there's always this pressure, um, you know, that, hey, we still have to execute no matter what. And right. uh, there's this drive to get things done. Um, so when you're not in that environment, you know, um, from a perspective that I'm in right now where I'm not constantly uh, serving week in and week out uh, in the in the form of a, a church production guy, I don't feel that pressure and I kind of miss that pushing the faders or whatever you would call it, sure. pushing buttons. Do you miss the, the staff cornhole tournament? Yeah. it's Yeah, I could see it in your... Yeah, that yeah, was sarcastic if you guys didn't pick up on <laughs> Dustin's... <laughs> I still remember that that uh, tournament, the cornhole tournament, staff retreat, where you were destroying everybody, and everyone was booing you the entire yeah. time, and I felt De- the obligation yeah. to cheer for Dustin you. Dustin did. I I <laughs> despite that. hating the fact, I was like, yeah. gosh, I'll just right. cheer for yeah, Brad now because everyone was booing. It him. sounded like it wasn't like a true, like it's <laughs> like now that you talk about it, but no, he was. He it's was it's like for me. it's like you know you were the Patriots, you know. And no one wanted to root for you. Everyone wanted to see you go down. People hate champions, man. That's true. So what would you say, Dustin, was your biggest mistake in the village? Biggest mistake? Oh, wow. Mistake or like... Yeah, not like... Maybe... Not even like... like, Not even like leadership-wise, but like, oh, crap, I should not have done that. Yeah, that's a good... I really have to think about that one. That was so perfect. Well, do you have one, Chris? I was here, like... Yeah, that's a good point. I think I could probably think of a couple for you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank I'm just you. Kidding. 
Uh, I have a bunch Man, of those. Um, yeah, I just right when you said mistake, flashback to Easter at Fort Worth that one year. Oh, that was a good That's one. A, I mean, I've made some memory. stupid mistakes. Like there was an Easter service where uh, it's wireless. Easter, dude. No, I'm sorry, Christmas service. Oh. Christmas Eve service where we had a wireless microphone dropping out. This was an HV. We weren't mm-hmm. even in a flower mine yet, and um, one of the microphones was cutting in and out from a, whatever wireless frequency issue, and uh, it was right. Lauren Chandler was singing. It was right before her solo in the song. Oh no! Mm-hmm. And she, I ran downstairs, and she ran downstairs, or whatever. We met in the hallway, and everything was fine. I told her, "Don't worry about it. Go back on stage." And then as soon as I got back up to the booth, her microphone died, and it was right before her solo started. Oh no! And then uh, oh, I remember yeah, running yeah. down, running on stage, handing her a new microphone, and her picking up and singing. And everything was it worked, but I've never felt. Stomach yeah. pains uh, or butterflies in my stomach. And that that, that walk, or it's long. I would say the journey yeah. from the HV booth and upstairs. Stairs are super. Loud. I mean, if yeah. you run, if you're running, it's probably 20, 25 seconds. Yeah, it's a haul. You can skip. I think like almost all the stairs on the way down. Though, yeah, if you, you can propel yourself uh-huh, on, the rail, on the rails. You can like jump. Yep. Yep. I used yeah. to do that a lot. That's harder to do when you have a mic in your hand, though. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. That's why I always have a um, a mic holster. Yeah. Do you guys do that? I have two. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, what are some things that you don't miss? <laughs> <laughs> what are some things you're like, man? I do yeah. not miss this. Getting up early was always really, really rough. Getting up, uh, early. getting up super early when we did uh, originally. I mean, I guess you guys were just doing Sunday services again. Yeah. Um, and I know last a couple podcasts ago, broadcasts ago, you talked about what your Sundays look like. But How do you listen? I, I oh my gosh. I wouldn't I say I'm a honored. subscriber, but I'm definitely a listener. <laughs> he <laughs> just downloads them individually. Would so. you say you're like a uh, number one fan? Yeah, maybe a solid number two would okay. be good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> oh yeah. What don't you, you do? Waking up early. Waking up early. Waking up early. I mean, I think that's a challenge for sure. There's this whole meal called brunch I didn't know existed. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know I talked about this at lunch a little bit, but yeah. um, it really is an amazing best amazing food meal. spot in Denver. Name it. What is it? Best I, I'm going to Denver. Spot. I only have time to eat lunch at one place. Oh, no. Uh, you put me on the spot. What so is there's it? a place called Safta, which is amazing. Softa. It's like, um, it's, it's just really good. What it, okay. It's I'm going to have to look it up. Super Sorry, fake. I need to redo this. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's just tofu. The Central Market is <laughs> also really good. It's just tortillas. Good. Wait, <laughs> the Central Market. Denver Central Market. <laughs> It's a gross. It's central like the, market. It's like legacy food all here for those of you that know the one in Plano oh, over okay. in uh, Texas. But it's like kind of the modern food court equivalent, I would say. With a bunch of different options and whatnot, which is great for groups. You can go get your food. Uh, Linger's cool. Linger's another top. See, I can Linger. go down. I got lists. That's okay. a conference, right? Linger. Yeah, I think that is a conference. It probably yeah. is. So Linger used to be called Olinger, and it used to be a mortuary. However, you say that word. A mortuary. A mor 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 a morgue. Mor- a, a mortgage. You mean a mortgage place? Mor- mor- no, mortuary. Mor- mortuary. Oh, um, is that where they? Change, I can't say. Is that what happens there? That's <laughs> where they keep the dead bodies. Oh, I thought yeah. that was a crematorium. That's no, that's an ice bodies. cream. That's an ice cream place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that cleared it up for me. <laughs> Okay, so linger. Linger's a good spot as well. Okay. Yeah. What's like the worst spot where you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to this place," and you're like, Ooh, "Don't dude, do it. Don't go there." Um, in Denver, uh, McDonald's. Okay, wow. obviously uh, not a I'm sponsor. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you say is? Did I like, answer that question? I think getting up early was was the least favorite. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then I don't know. There's probably some other. And then just there. really long weekends. Probably well, really long weekends. Missing yeah. out on weekend activities. Is yeah. a bummer. That is that is one of the hardest parts. Yeah, of it. I think about to, working at a taking church. Taking the kids to soccer practice or baseball. Yeah. So I didn't know you had kids. Definitely don't. But you know, <laughs> okay. whose kids were you taking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me make yeah. a note. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> talk to leadership about that. Um, what do you think is one system that you implemented at the village that you're like, oh yeah, oh that was that was a huge <laughs> that was baller. Yeah. Remember that inventory system that we used to have to track everything? Yep. So you would say that <laughs> the one that we had to literally put tags on everything. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, hey, that line array up uh, in the air, can you put when we tags used to on log the back all of our it? hours? Do you guys still do that? We still do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't use Toggle, though. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Man, so Maybe many. There not, are so many systems, I feel like, that I was Yeah, a but part what was of, your, like, what and was your, being, like, when you tell people, you're like, yeah, I worked at the Village Church, and they're like, oh, sick. Oh. You're like, yeah, I was the one that, I implemented know, what this do you thing. Say? That yeah. pre- what was that preventative maintenance system that we rolled out? Um, the one that was just like a Google sheet or the actual system? The system. Oh. Wasn't there a system? You know what? It was so good. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. I do remember Obviously making binders. I, I made binders for each campus. Do you remember that? And I, I had do. like, yep. uh, there were each campus was a dog, a, dog. a, a puppy or a, yep. or a kitten. I remember that. I think yeah. I had. They're probably uh, still the campus. I made flower mount a golden retriever. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure that. Was that just an Fort Excel Worth spreadsheet? Or it was a Google sheet? That's Yeah, Jason. Made that. He was yeah. our document systems engineer. Yeah, That's what we called him because he made every document that we ever had. The, yeah. Um, how are you, um, you going to edit this? There's so much. Yeah. Sounds great. It's fine. Yeah. We, the, don't. Uh, we don't edit. We don't won't hear this. That's the secret to this show is we don't edit. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the system uh, CMMS C- or something? C- yeah. C- CMM. CMM. Well, it's no, it's like CMOS. CHM CMMS or something. Or I don't know. It was a, I don't a really we'll long never acronym thing. Church. Is that some but management that's systems? The thing, that's the thing that you were most proud of. In the moment, it was pretty exciting. Okay. We All don't right. use it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That was a failure. Okay, we're wrapping this up. What What's been your favorite project you guys have done that you've got to work on at Summit in Gosh. the last? We've done three so months, many three projects. months this year, 2019. We've done so what's many like, projects. What's a favorite one? I know that all your, you love all your clients the same and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Know, but what's like your favorite, favorite project? Um, or what's a fun one? You're like, man, this one was cool. Projects, for sure. I mean, all the Life Church campuses are fun. Just are you implementing that management system at all these definitely churches? Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Fully, fully um, stand behind that one. So we did uh, Milestone Church. That was a while ago. Um, that was a fun not one. Not a sponsor. Here. Not a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, I think just because I've known them a little bit as well, being from, you know, Fireman and whatnot. So that was a cool opportunity. Just to see their, been, their building finish and kind of launch from that perspective. Um, really enjoyed that. Plus, they have an in- insanely large LED wall upstage, um, which is beautiful, and which the way they they use it um, from a creative element and on services or throughout services. Question. How about this? We'll wrap it up on this question. Why why does Summit have the coolest social media? And like the why why does church integrators social media always not good, but Summits is Summits really great. Is great. So like, what's the secret sauce there? Do you guys um, what's going on? Why does everyone else is not good and Summits is great? Uh, yeah, I think it's, well, I mean, I'm not. Is it the filters? Is it the filters? <laughs> Are you guys doing the custom photo filters? filters? Do you run the social media? I do not run the social media. Oh, so we get that feedback a lot, though. Uh, I do think a lot of it's just the vision of the company and trying to speak to uh, churches and church techs a little bit different. Okay. It's At the end of the day, it's not always about the gear. And I think um, that makes a little bit different. Yeah, but I mean, is it? Is it? It's a subtle jab at me. Sorry. Um, (laughs) You guys also have really cool swag. Thank you. Yeah, I do. uh, Yeah, what what did you bring? What did you bring for us today? But that is something I enjoy doing there. 
We we're should, working on a bunch of new swag. Did right you bring now. us? I brought no swag on this trip. Okay. Sorry. Do you want to um, help us come up with some broadcast swag? Sure. Do you want to fund it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd ask. Um, you still shredding the gnar up in uh, pow pow. The pow pow up in <laughs> yeah Colorado. Fresh pow pow up in Vail and yeah. Breck on that yeah, snowboard. Dude, I love snowboarding in Breck. It's and just amazing. saying Breck. Breck. Actually, it was that was the name for. Uh, when Shepard was born, I was like, Breck would be a cool name. But it's like kind of a, you know, it kind of sounds like... It's like getting Breck and Breck, like a thing. Yeah, Breck and Breck. <laughs> Breck and Breck. There's a Breck little donut place in Breckenridge, not a sponsor. Uh, it's really good. They make little mini donuts. Have you... Mm-hmm. You don't know that? Okay. There's so many good spots in Breck, though. Okay. In terms of food. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. other things and all sorts of things. Yeah. I love Breckenridge. We'll be there in July. So anybody out there who wants to do yeah. a meetup... Yeah. <laughs> We're doing, uh, and we're also doing a live show <laughs> That's soon. That's right, yeah, Chris. So, uh, Any more details about that? or uh, We have almost narrowed down the location. Um, okay, and, That's exciting, uh, And we'll be releasing some more details about it soon. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, hopefully we'll know that by the time this, uh, airs. this airs. We'll see. But probably not. Well, thanks, Destin, for joining yeah, us for and putting me. up with us. And it's been good. It's been for fun. getting us coffee. Yeah, yeah, he bought us coffee. Yeah, so that was so nice of me. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice of you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Okay, well, we are back in the studio, and uh, we Technically, did... I haven't left. I slept yeah. here last night. Okay. That's, that's... unfortunate. <laughs> um, some things we talked about in there were uh, our interview process, and so I wanted to chat a little bit pretty quick about just maybe do some tips that you guys have for interviewing um, production people. Um, you know, we've interviewed... We've been on teams before, um, us three, and we've interviewed a handful of people uh, and those the people are m- probably listening, but if we had to give some tips, maybe some questions that you guys like to ask, right. or some areas you like to kind of dig into somebody. Sure. Uh, what are some thoughts that you guys have on interviewing production people, like in general? Well, some of my takeaways from uh, the interview with Dustin was uh, it's probably not a great first impression if they call you for your phone interview and you hang up and you're like, I can't yeah. talk right now. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to go too kind of important. much into that. Yeah. So, But hey, but, I did get the job. So, so I, I do want to say that. That's your winning personality. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you, Chris. It really was. Yeah. Wow. Um, questions. Um, well, I do have like kind of a weird question. I don't remember okay. if this was something that you and I came up with. Okay. I feel like Or you, you came up with this one. I think I know what you're Or if I came about. up with this one. I don't don't remember the order. You could have it. I bet well, Brad came up with it, but you know. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. now that Rachel um, did. I always <laughs> ask, um, it's kind of a goofy question and the reason I ask it is mainly just a, like as as an icebreaker question. Right. But it also is um uh, I think sometimes it's kind of telling about their personality and how well I think they'll work with a team. But I always if ask it's, them if it's what I think it is. It does. It does say a lot about yeah. just the person. I mean, yeah. I guess it doesn't say like a lot. But you're really insight. building this question. Yeah. So it better the be question really is, good. Um, who are you? <laughs> the question is, what's your name? No, that's not the question. Uh, the question is, uh, if you're at Chick Fil A and you yeah. get the, like a number one meal deal. Well, you ask them what their... Well, I ask them what their order is normally. Yeah. I'll say, hey, what do you normally get at Chick-fil-A? Most people say like, oh, I get the number one or I get the chicken strip meal or whatever. Uh-huh. My follow-up question is, okay, well, what do you eat first of the meal? Yeah, if it's in front of you. Do you go entree first or do you mm-hmm. go fries first? Yep. 
And there's one and way there's, to answer that. What's there, the correct way the to answer The only correct that way to answer the question is, is fries, fries first. first. Yep. Yeah. Always. Um, and all of the fries first. And yeah. then you move all on to your entree. Fries. And the okay. reasoning, Chris, uh, people will probably know this, but the fries will get will go bad the soonest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they taste like a cold fry is possibly one of the worst things on the planet. Yeah. So I, I get it. And yeah. most people are like, hey, what's your Chick-fil-A order? They're like, oh, my gosh, yes. It's a number two, no pickles, half half the tomatoes, get sesame seeds and a little side thing, and then mm-hmm. I sprinkle in the buff sauce, and then I sprinkle the buff sauce into ketchup and a pile in a, uh-huh. you know, and it's yeah. like, then There's you start to go, on. whoa, okay. Whoa. Okay, yeah. Or if um, they're like, oh, I I uh, eat the entree first always. I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know. It seems like you make poor life decisions. Yeah, it's know? like, man, mm. you should probably interview for the Plano campus. If it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just kidding. All exactly. of our Plano campus listeners, we love you. Um, but it is kind of like, it's like an icebreaker question. And it kind of, most of the people, honestly, which is kind of weird, on staff uh, in production always do fries first. I don't yeah. know. Rachel, what mm-hmm. do you do? I do fries first. Okay, good. Mm, thank you. I thought that was the case, but yeah, got a little nervous. Yeah. Got a little scared. I like to ask people how they organize their inbox. That's mm, like that's one a good of my one. first questions. You do like to ask that question because if they're like, uh, I just kind of like read them and then you know, and it's pretty clear that they don't have a system. Okay, well, you know, not having a system for your email is one thing, but I think it could very much be a reflection of your life. Uh, mm. which is getting really deep into like just an email topic. But like if they don't have a system for their email, yeah. which is how they're communicating with most humans on the earth, it's true. Um, then what else do they not have a system for? Right. Do you so use I labels? Just, Are you like a archiver? or? Yeah, archive, definitely archive, but I do labels. So okay. I've got folders for big events. Um, yeah. okay. And then I, I try to visit email only like a few times a day. Like I'm not constantly... Yeah. My favorite thing is like when someone sends an email while I'm doing email and it's something really quick yeah. and you respond within like 30 seconds and yeah, they feel it like. But, but it's then like it's also the worst them. if you respond to them and then they send you an email immediately right back. And you're like, mm. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So I, that's a, I like asking that. It's a pretty good. Do you have a lot of that automated where like you get something you know, I have like goes my planning to an center ones. Planning center ones I do. Okay. Um, but I don't. I guess I don't have a lot of. There's I a few things that I have like an auto archive on, like planning center confirmation or things like that, where it's just like, okay, I don't. Yeah. Know. I didn't know that you could, there was an auto archive. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can automatically send it to. Oh wow. Well. Yep. Oh, well. It's handy. Hey, the more you know. Rachel, what questions do you, you know. like to ask? Um, I like to ask the kind of in the same realm of like icebreaker questions. I like to ask them. If they had like unlimited time and unlimited money, what's something they would want to do and why? Mm-hmm. And I think that shows a lot about their like uh, interests. Buy and, and run a Capri Sun factory. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Huh. That would be a good friend to have. Someone mm-hmm. that owns a Capri I Sun would. factory. Yeah. My kids love Capri Suns. Yeah. No, not, like a <laughs> not a sponsor. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Yeah. I feel like you'd be a hit at like birthday parties or like sports. Oh, I'd be calling you up all the time. You'd probably just like show up with like a truck bed full of. Do they come in 12 packs? I don't know. Probably at Costco, they come in like a 400 pack. Not a sponsor. You probably just have like a pallet. Yeah, but that would be pretty cool. Just like pull up to a soccer game and be like, and like peel out and all the Capri Suns go flying out of the <laughs> trunk. You're like the guy that hands out monster energy drinks at college oh, campuses. That'd be great. Yeah. But you do that at, at soccer, soccer games. games. But you hype up like five year olds at their guy? soccer yeah. games. This is that, okay, you know what? I, I may rethink that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good question, though. I think because yeah. you find out what they're passionate about. I right. also like to think, I like to ask them 
what their dream job is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And anytime where somebody's like, man, my dream job is like pretty much this position and, you know, working at a church. And, yeah. and I just think, you know, I think there are people, maybe that is, but the vast majority of people, like, I feel like maybe they're not understanding the question. Like you're yeah. dr- like, you could do anything, anything. anything. and you're going to want to slide sliders at a church. Right. Or also if they answer the question and it's like, oh, that is not anything even close to this job. Then you're like, tell me more about that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing for me, I feel like, because I think production, well, I don't think, well, I do think this, but I also am like, this is a fact. Production is a job where you have to be in it. It can't be something where you see it as like a stepping stone to like worship or something like that. It's like, hey, you've got to want to be behind the board and that's going to be where you're at and where you're going to have fun. And if you try to make it anything else, like it's just not going to be a good fit. So I'm always kind of looking for that. Yeah. You can grow bitter if you don't, if you don't, well, I mean, I guess most jobs, but if you don't enjoy the job, Mm -hmm. especially church production, you're going to, yeah, you're going to, it's going to do damage to your soul. Really. I mean, you're going to like most guys and girls probably just grow bitter and then they leave the church and then they go on the road and get more bitter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like a, yeah. Um, if you're not secure, I feel like, especially in Christ and you're not, and you don't even, if you're not even a secure person, especially in a lot of environments where we hear about like, uh, not very healthy churches behind the scenes, like right. maybe that aren't, you know, treating their people, yeah. you know, right or whatever, just underappreciating them or right. whatever the case it's, that's not a, it just exponentially can get worse, if, especially if you're not going in with the right attitude. Right. One of the things, too, that I would just recommend if you are um, interviewing for positions, even if it's just like interns or part-time people to help you um, at your church, one of the things I, you know, I don't want the production department to take credit for the hiring process at the Village Church. Yeah. But we were mm-hmm. a multi-person interview team before the village was when it came to interviewing interns right pretty yeah, sure we that's were true. yeah no we did but we always uh made it a point of we created a doc and we're like hey when we're hiring interns and we're interviewing we want multiple people on our team to interview them and ask them different questions mm-hmm. and that kind of gave us a more holistic uh, view of what we thought that person might be coming in to the team uh, because people draw out different things. They have different questions and they may get a different impression of that person. And in addition to that, like what, what the village's policy now is like, we actually have someone from ministry staff. Mm -hmm. Right. uh, And most of the time it's two people that are like, like not involved in that department at Uh all. And they are interviewing the person. And I think it's so helpful. There's been so many times where, I mean, in the room with you guys, Oh, and yeah. um, where we're talking to somebody and they're just asking them like, hey, what does your devotional life look like? Or mm-hmm. right. what is, tell me, what would your, how would your wife describe you? Yeah. Or, how would you or fa- one of the, one of the favorites I hear is, uh, how would you explain the gospel to a six year old? Oh yeah. And it's right. like, man, like, yeah, you're not going to be on staff in a ministry position, but like, if you can't speak into that, then it's like, that is huge. I mean, if it's that is lot. so massive, I, I, I have not been asked, I was never asked that question until oh, I interviewed for the village. Right. And I was really thankful. <laughs> I knew how to explain that. But man, I, you do. You hear some like yeah. kind of like, um, well, you hear some stuff that's not the gospel, mm-hmm. right? right. It's not, it's not, especially if we're just like, just explain the gospel relatively quickly. And then right. you hear some things that are like, uh, you know, it, that was, I mean, yeah. he said Jesus, or she said Jesus, but it wasn't really. And then you hear mm-hmm. some great, and I think that does say something about somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a question that 
I love to ask because most production people, honestly, probably have not ever been asked that question. Yeah, yeah. And they don't expect to be asked that question. Yeah. Totally. And I mean, that is huge. It's kind of like what it that really is. I think my mind was mm-hmm. like just blown whenever I was asked that question. Yeah. Do you know it, what my favorite question to end on is? Yes, it, it is. It isn't really a question. It's what is the, I don't know what it is. I will tell them, be like, hey, that was really great. Thanks for taking the time. Would you mind praying for us? And then we'll be done. Oh. And I have them pray. That's not like a question. That's like No, a, I have them pray to end the interview. Whoa. Has anyone ever been like, actually, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. No. Wow, but, that's interesting. But it, you get, I mean, that's a good kind of like feel it out kind of question They're too. Like, Lord, just yeah, change Give their me mind. this job, please. <laughs> give me this job. Would you just impose your will upon them <laughs> to give me this job? <laughs> that's funny. Um, my go-to answer for that is I don't pray in public. Really? <laughs> yeah. Re- um, really yeah. leading the charge in your family discipleship <laughs> yeah. there, Stare. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't do that. That's my wife's job. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Like, I'm just trying to be complimentarian so she can take the lead on something. Yeah, that's, that's all. it. Well, hey, uh, this was a great discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. Our next episode, we have another interview. We do. We have an interview with a um, somebody named Jake who does sound for Ben Rector, and we're really excited about having him on the show and getting some questions it's going to be a, a fun time. Yeah. but If you have questions you want us to ask him, you should submit them to us because yeah. we'll ask him and then you can hear. Yeah, Where? just submit him and then we'll ask him. So yeah. whatever questions just you want. go to google.com <laughs> and in the search bar <laughs> type in Do you guys ever go to google.com? No. No. Don't you just type in the bar? In, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Like in the bar in any... But yeah. if you want the questions to come directly to us, you go to yeah. google.com in the search bar, you type in your question and then hit I'm feeling lucky. And then oh. they come. Yep. yep. That's what it does. It sends us an email. Yeah. Well, I feel like, oh, you know what we need to do is we need to address the, the our, our reviewers. Because we oh, did yeah. ask for a review because oh, we, did. We, are, we are asking for reviews because we're lowly. We're lowly production people yep. and we need the reviews. So we just want to give a shout out. Rachel, do you want to give the names of the people that did our reviews? I know of the two. Is that all? That's, that's all we're doing? Okay. We got yep. two people. Yep. Here we Let me do a drum roll. We technically have. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, no, no. We technically have <laughs> three, but since three. we requested yes. reviews, mm, we got yeah. two. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We would like to say thank you to Stephen Coxon <laughs> and Jordan Lockett. <laughs> and Chris, I know you had a, a little review of maybe the Yeah, you, you had um, a, a review one, of a review. One review, I'm not going to call anyone out. One review was really nice, and yes, we would love to hang out. And one review was not as nice. It was, um, you I don't, would, you would say it's not bad. I would say it was not a bad review. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was. It's like when you ask, uh, hey, how was it? How was that re- new restaurant? And you go, oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. That's not like a great, mm. you're not like, I want to go to that. You're not really affirming That place it. is not bad. I'm going to go there. I'm not recommending it. Okay. You know, but so I'm you not. would not recommend this review. You know, I just left that we're not the review <laughs> left a little to be desired, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. we'll see you guys again in a few weeks, and until then, we'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye. <sighs> I feel like I, I just said, "We'll see you then." Until then, I'll see you later. Is what I just said. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, that's stupid. I don't no, know. that's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it? Until then, we'll see you then. See you later then. <laughs>